before we start, I just want us to give a moment of silence to all the victims of the 801 crowd crush or search, whatever title you know it by. I actually couldn't um, search up the incident because y'all know I cannot see graphic stuff and I didn't know how much of that was going to be on the internet. So I didn't search it up. I don't have information about it. Plus, I don't think I'm in any position to actually comment on this because it really doesn't affect me and I think it's only right that I don't blabber when I shouldn't let's just give a moment of silence to everyone who died let's pay respects to the dead I'm doing this because I feel like it'll be kind of ignorant of me to just start talking about entertainment from the same country that had something so tragic happen and once again I don't want to speak too much about it because I don't think I should be commenting about this like I think it's respectful for me to just shut up. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and if it does sound like I guess super bubbly when I am recording the episode, like the content for the episode I'm going to put out, it's not because I'm just doing this out of formality or I'm just brushing it over. I'm not. I just, once again, don't think I should dwell on it because I don't know how people who are actually affected by it will want other people to like comment on it. So yeah, a moment of silence. okay hi guys i just want to say that this episode will not be spoiler free whatsoever it will be a not so solid recap slash my thoughts but i will be talking about every scene or i will attempt to talk about every scene in the movie and if i do call it a k-drama while talking about it i mean a movie so yeah on today's episode we will be talking about another k-movie i just completed <laughs> i was gonna say another 2022 k-movie but i realized that actually haven't watched another 2022 k-movie but yeah we're talking about a k-movie i just completed which is titled 20th century girl you've probably seen hype around it on k-drama tweet it's super popular and yeah i gave it a shot because i didn't want spoilers and my sister told me to watch it so i watched it with a friend um i watched it on november 6th and i'm recording today november 8th i do intend on putting this out on november 10th so i need to edit and get it out asap i saw the hype slash all the trolling on kdrama tweet about it but i tried to avoid spoilers and i ended up watching it with a friend i went into it expecting to be mad like i was bracing myself for that but they actually made me so sad <laughs> like i cried so hard i cried so hard and whenever i think about it even today like i watched it on sunday today is tuesday morning and when i think about it it makes me feel so empty and brokenhearted like they shattered me with what they gave us at the end and it hit really hard because i think it was so realistic like i can't even say i'm not satisfied with the ending or like i hate the ending because it was just so relatable for some reason like i obviously would have wanted a happy ending but let's just say i'm not mad at it because i I don't think I can say I'm mad. I think I'm just super sad. <sighs> so to answer the question, is it worth watching? Yes, it's a beautiful, lightweight, feel good, coming of age, slice of life, youth, whatever you want to call it, type of drama, movie, I mean. And 
it has a heavy ending so yes it is fluffy in the intro and for majority of the drama it's super like fluffy bright colors we have just a youth like feel good type of drama and then they just gave us a really heavy ending so i think the best way to describe it is that it's bittersweet so just brace yourself for the ending if you do want to watch it i will give a basic rundown but I'm going to make this super vague right now. So if you don't want spoilers, then right after this part, you can click out. If you don't mind the spoilers, then you can stay. But yeah, so it is about two pairs of best friends. We have two girls and two guys. I'm just going to tell you the people who play the main cast. And we have Kim Yoo-jung as Nabura, Ro Yoon-sa as Kim Yeon-do, Byung Woo-sak as Pyung Woon-ho, and Park Jung-woo as Baek Hyun-jin. <laughs> I know that sounds so similar to Biki Jin. Like, I was going into this expecting to make comparisons to 2521, but it's actually not that similar. Like, now that I've completed it, I'm like, okay, it's not that similar. But yeah, so it's about those two pairs of best friends, and it starts off... Okay, no. The basic, basic is that one of the girls is crushing on one of the guys, and she asks her best friend to help her out, and that is how the story unfolds. And once again, if you don't want spoilers, then please click out now. If not, keep listening. And just a disclaimer before I start, if I do forget anything or if I say something that's inaccurate, please don't be alarmed. Just watch it for yourself. And if you've watched it, then yeah, please don't come for me. But I will be talking about it off of what I remember. And it should be pretty good because <laughs> I watched it two days ago. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to be super confident about that. Okay, let's go. So here is a brief recap in my own words. We start off in the present and we see that this man gets a package for his daughter from a foreigner whose name is Joseph. So he calls his daughter, who is played by Han Hyuju. She is in a recording studio, which now I am putting two and two together to see that she actually became something that has to do with her past. Anyway, so she's in a recording studio and he's like, are you dating a foreigner? Blah, blah, blah. You have a package. She's like, what do you mean? And then she starts remembering or they just go back to 1999 and we see the two girls, the two best friends. One of them, Yondu, has to go to the States for heart surgery. And she tells her friend, she tells Nabura that she just met this one guy. He's super cute and she wants information on him. So for a majority of the intro to the drama, we just watch Nabura stalking him basically to get information for her friend. And so she's like taking notes, literally taking notes about everything about this dude so she can tell her friend, which was kind of cute, but it was also stalking. And the guy that she thinks her friend likes or the guy that her friend told her that she likes is Bikyeon Jin, one of the two guys. So Nabura ends up becoming close to both of them. She gets closer to Wenho and they develop feelings for each other. Now, at this point that we're watching, I'm like, the only story that can make this more dramatic is if the two girls end up liking the same guy. And right when I predicted that, that was the twist. <laughs> so Yondu comes back from the States after her surgery, and they reveal that the person she actually likes is one hope. But the day that she met him, he was wearing um, Hyunjin's school jacket that had Hyunjin's name tag that's why she thought his name was Hyunjin so now Nabura is super conflicted she wants to tell her but she's being super considerate because of like her condition and she just got out of surgery she doesn't want to say anything that would cause her to like go back <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing but anyway she's really conflicted she tells um Huen Ho that she actually doesn't like him but before that they actually went on a school trip and the girl's 
or the teenagers <laughs> they all drink and then something happens she ends up with one hole and the way they made it looked at first was that she kissed them but that wasn't the case what actually happened was i think she kind of indirectly told him that she likes him or that was when she realized that she liked him and the story was that he also liked her like a long time ago and so they actually became super close there's also this thing about the tree a plum tree and a bench in his dad's house and they would sit there there was also one time they sat there they almost had a kissing but the plum fell on her head and then it was like ha 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 and this um tree and bench is important which is why i'm mentioning it because it sounds so trivial and yes for the most part when i was watching this i was just like why is this drama so empty <laughs> like it felt like an empty drama that just had sentimental screenshot worthy scenes if that makes any sense but yeah so at first I was thinking like it was rushed and I thought maybe they don't have enough time to build up the chemistry because it is a movie but once again guys remember my experience with k-movies are super limited so the things I compared to are not that much and because I was thinking about tune into love and how like I felt the chemistry between Jung Hee and Kim Goon right off the bat I was like I thought this one was going to be the same but it took a while for me to actually ship them together or to feel the chemistry between the leads anyway she tells him that she doesn't like him basically she lies and he actually wrote a letter to her to tell her that he is leaving back to New Zealand because his parents are separated and I think his mom lives in New Zealand with his younger brother and now he's going back to live with them but instead of giving her the letter he throws it on the ground in the rain so yeah she never gets to read it but then um they go to the amusement park <laughs> like the four of them the two guys and the two girls and because of how considerate nabara is like she doesn't get on any rides that she sees yondu is afraid of which is just sweet of her as a friend like everything that she does she's just super considerate of yondu and then yondu is trying to talk to you know oh actually before that um nabara and one who were supposed to go to a wunho what am i calling him i'm gonna say one who it's Wunho, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Nabara and Wunho are supposed to go to the movies, but instead she... I don't know if it's the movies. They're supposed to go out on a weekend. And instead she sends um, Yondu <laughs> in place of her. And so, like, she's trying to suppress her own feelings for her friend, which is really, like, considerate. But anyway, Yondu didn't take it that way. So, Yondu is trying to talk to Wunho, but he's like, uh, he really wants to get on the ride, even though he's afraid of heights. So, he goes, and they're on the roller coaster, and I think that's when he confesses. Like, he yells, I love you. No, he says, I like you, Nabara, which is cute. But anyway, so, they're leaving. Um, Nabara and Yondu are going home, and Yondu stops, and she's like, do you want to tell me something? Because, actually, when Wunho went on the roller coaster... Hyunjin came back so at first it was Nabara and Hyunjin who were supposed to go together but then Wunho was like nah I want to be with her and talk to her blah 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 so when Hyunjin went back to me Yondu he told Yondu that Nabara and Wunho actually like each other so now um Yondu knows but the thing is before Yondu came back Nabara actually sent her an email because they used to communicate via email or whatever it was back then <laughs> like she told her who she liked but when Yondu came back and it was revealed that Yondu actually liked Wunho, who she thought was named Hyunjin, Yondu logged into Yunho's email to delete the email that she sent to Yondu. What? If that makes any sense. So Nabara 
logged into Yondu's email to delete the email that Nabura sent to Yondu. So she did tell her, but it looks like she didn't because Yondu never read it. So Yondu's like, do you have something to tell me? And Nabura is like, no. And it's just like, you like him, blah, blah, blah. And Yondu starts crying. They both start crying. And then um, Nabura is like, well, I did it for you because like I couldn't like break your heart by telling you that we like the same person and stuff like that and i love what yondu says so at first i was getting mad at her because i was like why is she being so mad when nabara actually did everything for her but when she was like i need a friend another nurse i was like okay i understand her more because it's like everything that nabara does she's just super considerate of the fact that yondu has a heart condition or that she had a weak heart so and I guess it made Yondu feel kind of inferior, but anyway, and then Yondu was like, if you told me that you liked him, I would have given him up in a heartbeat. I was like, oh, they're so precious. Their friendship was so cute. But anyway, so they go their separate ways. They're obviously mad. It becomes super awkward. And then Yondu actually meets with Wunho to tell him that Nabara likes him and that she lied because she was being considerate. And he's leaving, obviously, to New Zealand. So when they go to school, it's super awkward between Yondu and Nabara. Yondu pretends to faint. This was also super predictable for me. But anyway, she pretends to faint. And then, of course, Nabara is super considerate. So she gives her a piggyback ride. She's trying to take her to the school clinic, I guess. Then Yondu stops faking. And then she's like, you can't let him leave like this. Go meet him. And so Nabara goes to the train station if i'm not mistaken and they basically confessed their feelings this part was so precious i almost cried in this part because both of them were crying it was just so sad and he was like i promise i'm coming back for you i promise i'm gonna come back to korea blah 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 and so they keep communicating via email he's telling her like he's going to apply to this university so she should also apply there so they can meet each other and so she gets into the university i think it was seoul national university don't quote me on that but anyway she gets into the university and it's the new year they're still talking and then all of a sudden she stops hearing from him now at this point i'm like super mad i'm like okay yeah i was expecting this to happen because i knew it was going to be a sad ending where they don't end up together <laughs> anyway so they stop communicating um years are going by she starts trying to forget him she goes on a blind date the guy who comes as her blind date was actually played by gong myung if i'm not mistaken i was super excited to see him but yeah um he comes and his name is actually Wunho. So he reminds her of the other Wunho. And so she starts crying. She goes to a payphone and she basically like rants. She's like, you know, I'm going to forget you. I'm just going to imagine that you're dead. Blah, blah, blah. And then she leaves. <laughs> and then we go back to the present <laughs> with Han Hyoju. And Han Hyoju is basically the grown up version of Kim Jong and Hanyuju goes back home once again remember it starts off with her dad calling her that she has a package so she goes home she sees the package and it's basically an invitation to an exhibition it's kind of like a photography slash art exhibition and so she goes there and as she's walking like it's basically things from their past so precious so in my head i'm thinking oh nice like he's back to korea to like contact her and start whatever they left <laughs> but that's not the case so she's going oh my gosh she's walking throughout the exhibition and she gets to this one which is about the tree and the bench remember at his dad's house and it says like something in the lines of in memory of Wunho. And it puts like the year he was born until 2001. You know, at this point, me and my friend, we looked at the screen. We looked at each other. We looked at the screen. We looked at each other. And then we just looked up because we were like, huh? Like, what? <laughs> How 
in the world is this what they're gonna do to us like so he died he actually died like she has been waiting she has been mad thinking that this dude forgot about her but he actually doesn't exist anymore like bro this was the first part that made me lose it i just started crying i started crying because it made me think about the people that i also miss and the people that i really want to talk to but i have lost contact with and it's like imagine i'm over here like missing these people but they're actually not alive anymore like bro this hit super hard it hit really close to home and i started crying i'm even shaking right now just (laughs) talking about it but yeah i started crying i was not expecting that so basically the person who's named joseph is his younger brother who put together the exhibition for her and then he gives her this tape so there's this whole story about the tape how they actually met the first time she doesn't remember but the point is there's something about the tape right even like in the intro when she was stalking hyungjin she tried to get his pager number and then she made a deal with Wenho that um he told her if she gets him a movie or like a cassette tape or a cd from her dad's store that he will get her hyunjin's pager number and so they made the deal and so that same movie the movie was kind of not for minors if i'm not mistaken but what was actually in the like cover the point is okay this is all over the place i'm trying not to talk about every single detail but the point is what he actually gives her is uh a recording or like he made a video and that was the video that she played at the end now this is another part that actually made me lose it like this part i started like bawling my eyes like i was wailing (laughs) literally and what made me really cry in this part is like so it's a video he recorded people at their school recorded all their cute moments together (laughs) he tells her like he woke up really early to get the sunrise on camera for her and he's like this is the 21st century he says something like it's gonna be great or it's going to be amazing or something like that but what made me cry is the fact that he said that but he didn't get a chance to actually live in the 21st century because he died like yo it's hard to recover from this like i wonder when i'm gonna be over it because it just makes me so sad whenever i think about it because of how realistic it is (sighs) yeah i think a a general moral of this movie is like just cherish the moments you have with people because you never know when it'll be your last like look at him he promised like he was like i'm coming back to korea for you and even saying like this 21st century is gonna be great but he didn't get a chance to actually live the 21st century because he died something that actually pissed me off or like that kind of is not satisfying is the fact that they didn't give us the cause of his death i really wanted that because i feel like that would have helped me conclude better or process the fact that he actually died but they never told us the cause of his death but yeah this drama or this movie was just so sad (laughs) it was so sad it was so sad like imagine waiting for someone and not even knowing that he's dead what like <laughs> Twenty Five Twenty One has nothing on this drama i got mad i got super mad for Twenty Five Twenty One, but this one just made me sad like Twenty Five Twenty One is trash in comparison to this so yeah check it out give it a shot just brace yourself for a really hard breaking ending i feel like i just gave away everything so i don't even know <laughs> I don't think you guys are watching it. Like, if you stay to listen to this, then I think you've either watched it or you don't plan to watch it or you don't care about spoilers. But yeah, if you do check it out, then I guess brace yourself. If you've checked it out and you're listening to this, know my thoughts. There you have it. I really cried. Like, this made me so sad. I would like to know your thoughts. 
what did I just say? I would like to know your thoughts. So I will leave a section on Spotify. You can comment if you want to or not. But yeah, this was super sad. And like I said, like, I went into it expecting to be mad. And I also went into it making comparisons. Like, at first when I heard that the guy's name was Baekhyun Jin, I was even laughing. I was like, wow, Baekhyun Jin, Baekhyun Jin. And I think another reason this broke me the way it did was because the night before, I actually watched the Taiwanese version of On Your Wedding Day. Now, if you know anything about that drama, you know how stupid of an ending it has. So, yeah, that was why this hit harder than it should have. Or I think it'll hit hard regardless because it is quite sad. Like, bro, I was not expecting this. I was not expecting this. <sighs> but yeah, I was super excited to see Ro Yunso. She is from, is it Yunso or Yunso? Let me see. I think it is Yunso. She is from Our Blues. And y'all know I really love her character. She played the teen mom. So I really love her character in that drama. There was something so unsanitary I couldn't get over. And it was like using their finger to mix the drinks. Like, bro, every time I think about it, I want to puke. So, like, when they went on their school trip, they used their finger to mix the drinks together. And all of them drank from it. I was just like, that is so gross. <laughs> Y'all know I cannot stand gross things. I know it's so trivial, but I just really wanted to mention it. Also, I'm just realizing I skipped over a lot of things. Like, the fact that she got into the broadcasting, like, um, club or program of their school. Because she was trying to get closer to Baekhyun Jin. But he actually wasn't, like, he didn't get in because he gave up his spot for her or something like that. But yeah, in the intro, like, the way they make it seem is, like, if you don't know anything about the movie, you're going to be confused about who the male lead is. But because I've seen the poster, I knew that it was played by Byun Wusok. But yeah, in the beginning, you're going to think that Bikyam Jin is the male lead, but he's actually the best friend. And I feel like most of his parts were for comic relief. Yeah, I think I just laughed at most of his parts, but I actually love all their friendships. <laughs> so cute. That's so cute. Yeah, this really hurt. This really, really hurt. I hope there's nothing else I wanted to tell you guys. But yeah, this is the second attempt to record, like I said. So I might add the previous one that I recorded because I don't want it to go to waste. <laughs> Okay, I need to edit this ASAP. But check it out if you want to. I will rate it a 9 out of 10. Like, it is a beautiful story. Actually, no, a 9 is too high. I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. It's just really sad. But actually, I'll give it a 9 for being realistic. But it also felt empty in the beginning. So it's like, it was too extreme. It was either so fluffy, like too fluffy, or it was like super heavy at the end. There wasn't any balance between it. So yeah, I'll give it a solid 8.5, but I feel like it could be a 9. On a good day, maybe I'll give it a 9. Yeah, check it out if you want to or not. I'm going to do the outro here. Um, thank you so much guys for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please check out Proof Your Subsoles and come back for more and new content. Alrighty guys, Anyang. This is actually my second attempt to record this episode because yesterday I recorded it and I was just like, I don't know if I was so excited. My heart was just beating super fast and I couldn't really enunciate properly. So this is me recording on November 8th, the morning of November 8th again to try to get it together <laughs> and put it out on the 10th, which is two days later. But yeah. Um, I don't want my hard work to go to waste, so I think I will be including the 
previous one that I actually recorded. That's going to take a while for me to actually merge the two together. But it's either I will include it, like I will take parts of that and parts of them just put together, or I would just put the other one in the blooper section. So you're going to hear <laughs> double content, if that makes any sense. Or I might just not put it in at all. But yeah, so everyone welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast i'm your host here chingu and i'm glad you tuned in hi so on today's episode i will be talking about another 2022k movie i just completed actually did i watch a movie this year um i don't know if i should say another <laughs> i mean this is gonna be another episode on a k movie but i don't know if i watched another 2022k movie so scratch that the point is i will be talking about another k movie i just completed which is titled 20th century girl you've probably watched it or you've heard of it because there's a big hype about it i guess we can say i'm slowly getting into k movies because <laughs> you guys know i was it a K-movie person or movie person in general? I just prefer to watch K-dramas. However, I did complete this and I think I have completed maybe altogether. I don't think I've completed up to 10 K-dramas. That is quite interesting. I don't know what's happening today. I cannot record. I don't know why I keep making mistakes. And I think I'm too excited. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm excited about, but my heart is beating really fast. So because of that, I'm not able to actually enunciate properly. <laughs> and there are a lot of plosives. Like I can already tell. Like I can already tell. Look, I'm talking really fast. I really don't want to read off of the script because I'm going to sound like a robot. But I honestly feel like I want to start making scripts for this because <laughs> I don't want it to be all over the place. Anyway, I want to try it again. I have been recording for five minutes already. But I'm going to scratch that and just get into it like I never did. <laughs> okay. And just a disclaimer, if I accidentally call it a drama while talking about it, and just know I'm in a movie because I'm pretty sure I'm going to do that at some point. But anyway, I guess we can say I am starting to be a K-movie girl. I don't think I've watched up to 10 K-movies because I generally don't watch movies. I just prefer to watch dramas. But yeah, after completing this, I feel like I can say I do watch K-movies now. <sighs> And another disclaimer, this episode will not be spoiler-free. It will be a recap slash my thoughts, so I will be talking about every scene. It's not going to be a solid recap, <laughs> as you all know. I am going to be talking about it from what I remember. And I did watch it yesterday. By the way, today is November 7th. I watched it November 6th. So it's still kind of fresh. Hopefully, I don't mess up a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a recap, so it's not going to be spoiler-free. If you don't want a lot of spoilers <laughs> or any spoilers, then once I answer the question, if it is worth watching, I will give a basic rundown, but I will make it really vague, and you can click out after that. So yeah, like I said, I watched it on November 6th. I wasn't going to watch it because I don't watch King movies. However, the hype actually caught my attention. Plus, my sister watched it and she told me to watch it. And I was really curious. I tried my best to avoid spoilers because I didn't want anything to ruin the excitement for me. This was not even exciting. It just became really sad. But I will get to that. <sighs> so I went into it expecting to be mad. Like, a lot of people were comparing it to 2521. So I already guessed that it was going to be a sad ending of the couple not ending up together. So I, I already braced myself for that. However, they played with my heart. <laughs> like, it made me so sad. I cried so hard for two different parts. They're kind of related. But yeah, for two different parts, I cried so hard. And whenever I think of it, like, it makes me sad. I thought I was going to move on, but it's been, like, almost 24 hours since I watched it. And I'm so sad whenever I think about it. <sighs> it hit really hard. It hit really hard because it was so realistic. It made me think hard <laughs> about my own life. Okay, before I say anything more that might give it away, let me just give a basic rundown. Um, No, let me answer the question first. So it is worth watching. It definitely is worth watching. But I will say that you should race yourself for the ending it has a really sad ending that might crush you i should stop using the word crush it has a really sad ending that might break your heart so to sum it up i will say i haven't even talked about it when i want to sum it up so in contrast to how fluffy it was in the beginning the ending just like turned it like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's the same movie like when i started at first i was like um this is quite empty what is the movie about and then at the end i just didn't know how to move on every cover from what i watched and to give a basic rundown once again i will be really vague right now but it's about two pairs of best friends so we have two guys and two girls so that is a basic 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 rundown i didn't say much or anything at all <laughs> in this part because i don't want to spoil it this episode will be a recap so if you want to know what everything's about this year around if not then i would advise you to click out because i will be talking about every single detail to the best of my abilities <laughs> it might not be a lot but yeah whatever okay 
So I'm going to get into it, but before I start, I want to say that if I do talk about anything that's inaccurate, then forgive me, don't be alarmed, just watch it for yourself. Or if you watch it and what I'm saying is completely different, please forgive me. I don't think I would be totally off, but you never know. Anyway, so we start off in the year 1999 and we see two best friends. One of them has to go to the US for a heart surgery. Um, and the other girl, her best friend, and what am I talking about? <laughs> so we start off in the year 1999, we have two best friends, the girls, and and it shows us the two best friends, the girls, and one of them is going to the US for heart surgery, but, but before she leaves, she tells her other friend, what am I talking about? <laughs> so we start off in the year 1999, and we see the two girls, the best friends, one of them is going to the US for surgery, so Yundo, Yundo, Yundo is going to the US for heart surgery, but before she leaves, she tells her best friend, Nabara, that she met this dude by coincidence, he's really good looking, and she likes him, and she wants her friend to get information about him. So when she leaves, <laughs> Nabara has to literally send her every single detail about him, <laughs> it's just so stupid. It was low-key stalking, but it was kind of cute in a way, but it was still stalking. Anyway, so yeah, and when all this was going on, I was just like, why is this drama so empty? And even like when she became friends with the two guys, it just felt like we had a lot of sentimental parts that were empty, like soon worthy, slow music playing in the background. Like, I was just like, what the heck is going on? Like, this drama, it's just, this movie, it's just so empty. But then they changed my mind. So she is trying to get information about Hyunjin, that is the guy that um, Yundo likes. So Hyunjin's best friend is Unho, and Nabara ends up becoming friends with Unho. They end up falling for each other, but actually, he had liked her from the beginning, which is just so precious. This is like almost halfway through the drama. Like, literally, I only told you guys three sentences, but that is what we watched for like 30 minutes. <laughs> And so at this point, I'm like, there has to be some type of twist. And then I predicted exactly what was about to happen. So I was like, the only thing that would make sense or that would make this more spicy is if the guy that Yundo likes is the guy that Nabura likes. And that is exactly what they showed. So the twist is that when Yundo met the guy that's really good looking, he was wearing Hyunjin's jacket. So it had Hyunjin's name, name tag on it. That's why she thought that Unho's name was Hyunjin. So actually the two girls like the same guy. And so when Yundo comes back from her heart surgery, Nabura actually wants to tell her. But even before that, because they used to communicate, it was not email. I think it was email, but it was like the early version of like emails. It was another name anyway. So they used to communicate that way. And Nabura actually told her, like I have a secret, the guy I like is Pyong Unho. However, Yundo didn't read the last email that she sent to her. So when she came back, <laughs> they actually met at the ice cream shop that Unho works at. And Nabura was staying with the two guys. And so when Yundo came, she was like obviously excited to see they were both crying it was so funny but she was happy to see Wenho. but Nabara thought she was happy to see Hyunjin and then when the truth came out that she actually liked Wenho, Nabara couldn't tell her like oh we actually like the same guy so then she kept it herself and she also logged into Yundo's email and deleted the message that she sent to her that makes sense. so Nabara logged into Yundo's email to delete the message that Nabara sent to you know no you know Yundo <laughs> Yundo Yundo is it Yun or Yun let me see just so I can call her the right thing it's Yundo okay Yondu Yondu I have stated it so wrong it's Yondu not actually Yondo or Yundo <laughs> okay so um yeah so Nabara is conflicted you know she really likes this dude but her best friend also likes the dude and because of Yondu's heart condition like Nabara is really considerate so she didn't tell her like even the scene where she wanted to tell her the truth they like the camera panned and then it panned out in it the camera like zoomed in on Yundo's chest and we could see like a scar from the surgery so she kind of didn't tell her because she's just super considerate and then they end up going to uh, an amusement park together <laughs> I feel like I am rushing with the recap but now that I think about it I don't think there's anything that I am skipping over actually no i did skip over something so before you know i keep calling her the wrong thing before yondu <laughs> before yondu came back from the states and like from having and from having her surgery navara and some other and some other friends they actually want they actually went on a school trip and Wunho and hyunjin were also on that trip so it was a trip a school trip basically boys and girls even though they're separated it was anyway the point is so they went on a trip and then you know teenagers they ended up drinking all night and that same night something happens and then um, navara ends up with Wunho. and even though the camera stopped like right before it made us it made it look like they kissed but they actually didn't what happened was she told him like oh my gosh she's basically she basically realized that she liked him at that point. And so yeah, that's what happened during that trip. And so they became close after that. But then when Yondu came back, Nabara told him that he must have mistaken like her feelings, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't even remember kind of confessing to him that she liked him. But so she tells him that she that she actually doesn't feel anything for him, blah, blah, blah. She likes basically. And so when they go up to the amusement park, she's like super considerate. She doesn't go on any rides because like whenever she's, because if she sees that Yondu is scared of it, then she's like, oh guys, let's go ride another thing. But she's just so nice. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> they get to a park and then blah, 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 blah. Nabara goes on a ride and 
when Hogue was on the same ride, but he's really afraid of heights. So she's like, why the hell are you here? But he actually wanted to confess to her. So as they're going up on the roller coaster, he yells, I never ride like you. That was so cute. Anyway, so um, what happens after that? Oh, so then she goes home with Yondu and on their way back, Yondu is like, don't you have something to tell me? And then she's like, no, uh, Yondu is like, you like him, blah, blah, blah. And I love what Yondu says in this part. Because at first I was like, okay, why is she being so like, mad because <laughs> in my head i'm like Nabura is doing all of this like she did all of this for your sake but you're getting really mad but when she said like i need a friend not a nurse because so she feels really bad that Nabura is always like being super considerate because of her heart condition and it's like almost like pityful in a way like so it feels like Nabura is doing everything for her out of pity instead of like because they're best friends she was like i would have given him up in a heartbeat if you told me that you liked him i was like oh my gosh the friendship is so precious but anyway, Nabura is like, well, I'm over him now, blah, blah, blah. They're both crying. Yondu goes home. Nabura goes home. She tries to call Yondu. Yondu doesn't want to talk to her. Yondu logs into her email and she sees that Nabura had actually sent her the email and deleted it. So she reads the email and technically, like, Nabura didn't hide it from her because she told her I like him before she came back. Anyway, so um, Yondu meets with Minho and basically tells him that Nabura likes him. And before that, um, Nabura calls. When she calls Yondu, and when she calls Minho to tell him, like, that, that she actually doesn't like him, like, when she lies to him, he had a letter for her. And in the letter, he told her that he was going back to New Zealand and that he liked her but he dropped the letter in the rain so she never got to read the letter and yeah so he he is going back to new zealand um his parents are separated or divorced his parents are separated or divorced or divorced i don't remember and so he has to go back to live with his mom and his younger brother if i'm not mistaken and so blah 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 um yondu goes to class it's pretty awkward with her and nabura and then she faints <laughs> i was just like bro she's faking it and yeah she was faking it she just wanted to see actually she just wanted some alone time with nabura and so nabura put her on her back and she was running like to go to the school clinic or whatever and then she told her like you know stop again she was like you can't let Winho go like leave you can't let Winho leave like this like go meet him he's on his way to New Zealand so she goes to the train station to meet up with him and this scene is so emotional they're both crying she tells him that she likes him he's like I'll be back for you I promise <sighs> so then he leaves and they're both crying it was so it was so heartbreaking to watch anyway so they're still communicating over email he's telling her that he's going to apply to Seoul University and he's going to come back for her and so they're communicating it's the new year she gets into the university that he also was going to apply to but then she doesn't hear from him so in my head i'm like getting super mad i'm like oh my gosh this is another 25 21 and like blah, 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 blah. like i was so mad i watched it with a friend <laughs> so this is quite interesting like to actually watch with her because we were just like going back and we're like what the heck is going on blah blah because we it was the same friend that i watched our times with and i realized that in our times they didn't end up together as well so i feel like every single movie i've watched with her like <laughs> the the leads don't end up together so like even when they showed this to us i was asking her like do you remember why they don't end up together in our times and we both didn't remember I still remember i think i have to go rewatch to remember anyway she goes to the payphone to call him and her last like the last time she calls him she tells him that um i'm just going to imagine you're dead because that's even better probably and then she leaves before that <laughs> it's so funny she goes on a blind date because she's trying to forget him and she even says like slowly she starts to forget him but then she goes on a blind date oh my gosh i was so excited to see gong young if i'm not mistaken he was the person who played her blind date gong young if i didn't say his name right um yeah and his name was actually jung Moon ho so it was the same name as Woon-ho. Woon-ho was Pyung, and this was that's the their last names were different but the point is he reminded her of when home so she starts crying and that's when she goes to the payphone if i'm not mistaken so like after that we go back to the present by the way it starts off with hanyo in the present i forgot to say that so it doesn't start off in 1999 it starts off in the present and hanyo dad receives a letter from someone that says joseph as the sender and so he calls her and he's like are you seeing a foreigner blah, blah, blah. she's like no so basically in my head i'm like oh he probably like something happened to him he lost contact with her but he's like still doing fine and now he's trying to contact her basically but that's not the case why because she goes back home so now we're in the present it's time who's playing the female lead um she's the grown version of kimichi basically and she goes back home she sees the package and the package is basically an invitation to an exhibition right <sighs> bro i cried i lost it anyway so she goes to the exhibition and there's this tree i actually skipped over that i'm just realizing guys this is not a solid recap i do apologize because i'm just realizing like i skipped over so many things so yeah it's, it's a recap that you can still watch the movie without feeling like i spoiled anything actually no i will spoil things but yeah anyway so there's actually this tree in his dad's house which is a plump tree if i'm not mistaken and they used to stay on a bench right below the tree <laughs> and it was so funny because one time they were about to kiss and then a plum fell on her head and kind of ruined the moment they both laughed that was actually really cute so yeah there's a plum tree and a bench and in the exhibition there's also it's actually not paintings it's more of a photography exhibition if i'm not mistaken but anyway so she's walking like looking at all the works and she gets to this one that has the tree and the bench and it says in lovely memory or something it says in something memory of pyong Wonho. ho 
from blank in 2001. So basically he died. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, I, like me and my friend, we just like, we just looked at each other. We looked at the screen. We looked at each other and we looked at the screen because we couldn't like process what the heck they just showed us. Like, so basically why he didn't contact her anymore was because he was dead. Like, so she was getting mad and angry that this guy just stopped talking to her and blah, blah, but she didn't know that he was dead. Bro, this was the part. This is the first part that made me like. I just started crying. Like, I'm not even talking about just like one tear. Like, I was bawling my eyes while watching this, and then it was just so sad. So she leaves the exhibition, and the person named Joseph is actually his younger brother. And he also there there was a tape. I don't know if it was a cassette tape or a DVD, but it was either a CD or a cassette tape. That one time, because her dad used to own a cassette tape or CD store, and he told her like, if you give me a tape, or if you give me, there's a movie I really want. If you give it to me, then I will get you Hyunjin's phone number. Guys, I'm just realizing I skipped over that. So basically, when I was trying to get information about Hyunjin, she became closer to Winho first, and Winho told her, like, I see, like, you're trying to get his number, so I, you're his pager, not number, and I will give you his pager number if you blah, 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 blah. So they made a deal that if she gives him a movie, he will get her the number somehow. And so because of that, that's why he had the movie. And so in the what is this and like the cd box or the tape box it was actually something else that he recorded for her and so at the end she's watching the video that he made for her so precious bro now this is the second part that made me lose it it was basically like when he was recording like he recorded things of them at the school and also when he went to new zealand and uh, it was so sad he told her like he woke up like really early just to get the sunrise and he was like this is going to be he was like this is the 21st century it's going to be great or something like that bro i started crying because like even though he said that he died now i've talked about it, it actually doesn't sound that sad but i feel like if you watch it you're going to cry as hard as i did because I wasn't expecting it. Seriously, I thought I was just going to walk away from this movie being mad. I didn't know that they were going to shatter my heart. Like, <laughs> it made me so sad because I was like, imagine waiting for someone and not knowing that the person is dead. It made me think of the people I keep thinking about and the people that I miss, but I, I like, I lost contact with them. And like, it made me think of the fact that they might not even be alive anymore. But I'm over here like thinking about them and the fact that I could be talking to them if I had their contact information. Like, do you see how sad that is? <sighs> I can't believe like he actually died. It's gonna take a while for me to recover from this one. Like, I'm so sad thinking about it. I'm so sad. Like after talking about it, it doesn't sound that sad, but it's still really sad. Like the way it makes, like the way it makes me feel sad. I can't really explain. Like it really broke my heart. <laughs> it felt so realistic, and he hit close to home. Like, oof! I was not expecting it. I was not expecting this drama to make me react the way I'm reacting. Sorry, I just realized I have been so loud. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to blow out your eardrums. So yeah, it's a really beautiful story, but it just has a really sad ending. Oof! Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> it's so sad. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. It's just like like i told you like in the intro i was like why does this movie feel so empty like it just felt like screenshot worthy scenes that was all they were giving us and now that's not how it feels <laughs> what and something else like i was thinking it was so rushed and there wasn't enough time to build up the chemistry i changed my mind at the end because i actually like love them together but at first everything was just so rushed and i was like what exactly is this movie i think a general moral of this movie is to cherish the moments you have because you never know when it'll be your last like imagine she actually gave it up imagine she's like oh yeah she's just going to suppress her feelings for her best friend and then he leaves and he dies but like she's over here like still in love with him she doesn't even know that he's dead that would have been worse i love the fact that they both confessed the true feelings right before he left even though it was so sad because like he promised to come back but he couldn't not because he didn't want to but just because he doesn't exist anymore like that's so sad that's so sad it's so beautiful but it's so sad it's so sad but yeah so that's basically what this movie is about like i said i did forget a lot of things so if you do watch it and you see that i skipped over things like i skipped over i didn't talk about every single detail like when she was stalking hyunjin and stuff like how she became close to and holding him and stuff like that but like we have a lot more things i didn't talk about so give it a shot if you're interested or not <sighs> i was excited to see ro yun so is that her name yeah she was the teen mom in our blues and y'all know like i really love that drama it's just one of the reasons like her character is one of the reasons i love that drama check out our blues if you haven't i did make an episode on it and i talked about every episode i kind of gave more than a basic run now so yeah listen to that episode if you're curious our blues is actually worth watching so check it out but, yeah i was so excited to see her i hope to see her in more things so the night before i actually watched this actually it was early sunday morning but i watched um the taiwanese version of on your wedding day so after watching that and then watching this <laughs> it literally broke me because <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting this one to be sad it started off so fluffy and i was like oh wow this is actually really nice just a chill rom-com and then they did what they did at the end but yeah so i watched the taiwanese version i actually watched it for greg shu y'all know i left that man chu Han because of someday or one day and it was actually sad <laughs> so i think that's another reason this really hurt 
Oof. Anyway, I just hope the people that I can clean up out, I just hope they're alive. And I hope I can get to talk to them sometime soon. <laughs> I hope I can get their contact somehow. But anyway, um, thank you guys for tuning in. I don't think there's anything else I want to talk about. So I'm just going to stop here. Thank you so much guys for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please share my previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Alright guys, Anyang. Yeah, I do want to record another episode, but I really feel like I forgot to mention a lot of things on this one. I do need to edit this and get it out on the 10th. And today's the 7th, if I didn't say that. So I need to edit tomorrow and have it uploaded because it has to go out by 3 a.m on the 10th so i have to have it ready by the 9th i don't think i've been recording for that long so it shouldn't take that long to edit but yeah that's where we're at i'm just going to end here and record another chat with me this would be the drama for november and so i guess i'm going to put out Domiki in december so if i watch something else but yeah thanks so much guys for tuning in peace wow i can't believe i'm actually recording again the first time i recorded that was 35 minutes and this only took me 26 minutes so i don't know why there's a difference in the time <laughs> if i said the exact same thing but I think I will merge it. Or at least I'll add some parts of that one to it. Because I really don't want my recording to go to waste. Okay, guys. I'll probably add it before I say this. But if not, then peace.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.